Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there are an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast family. Happy Friday, everyone. We're excited that you're joining us, spending yep. some time with us this yep. Friday. We have a fun topic Maybe today. Maybe you're not watching on Friday though, but we're glad you're joining us whatever day you are. Yep. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. If you <laughs> haven't yet uh, checked out our first episode ever, it's called, Is This the End? We're talking about, is the world coming to an end? Yep. We asked the question that everyone's asking. Absolutely. So if you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you go back and watch that episode as well. For sure. But we're going to dig right in and let's get rolling. Let's do it. We've got a fun topic today that I kind of geeked out about. Um, I was doing some research and when I was in high school, I certainly did not pay attention in science class or <laughs> we were definitely not taught this. But today we're going to talk about... Buoyancy. buoyancy so you know do you see how cute that was we like timed it at the same time said the word wow so flowing flowing all right so buoyancy uh, can kind of be brought back to a guy named archimedes and this is way way back all right and it's coined and called archimedes law he was super original incredibly creative with the law yeah, but this is creative. what the law says any object totally or partially immersed in fluid or liquid is buoyed up by a force equal to the weight of the fluid displaced by the object. And if you're not a you know, science-y type of person, don't worry. We're going to break this down and it will be interesting for you. Yeah, we needed to break it down because um, I'm not a science type person. <laughs> this guy named Archimedes, he got put on an engineering team for his ruler. And his ruler in that day wanted to build a ship 50 times bigger than any other ship that had been made. That's like a wild revolutionary kind of idea that this ruler had. And so this ship was going to be 2,000 tons. And the ruler looked at Archimedes and said, your job is to make it float. And it was kind of like the, it's... It either floats or you die kind of statement. Yeah. So Archimedes is frustrated out of his mind. He's trying to figure out how do I make this thing that is enormous float? One day he'd been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And he got into a bathtub in the community bathtub. Thank oh my God. Gosh. We don't have uh, community bathing areas any longer. For real. Um, but he got in this bathtub and as he did... He saw that his weight, when he got in, pushed the water level up to the next level. And this made everything click for him. You may have heard the term, and if not, this is your fun fact for the day, right? <laughs> for sure. Um, you've heard Eureka or something like that. Uh, this was coined by Archimedes. He got out of the bathtub, yelled Eureka, and then he literally ran through the town to his team to tell them about what he discovered. Oh, you okay. just left out the fact that he did not just run. He ran butt naked. Yeah, this man was butt naked. <laughs> he was butt naked. Wait, so he yelled Eureka and ran butt naked to go and tell his team about what he had found out. So what does this mean? I mean, just picture a boat with me. Its weight is immersed in water. Um, there is an upward pressure 
that pushes against it, okay? And then gravity pulls it down naturally. As long as the weight of the boat displaces the same amount or more water than it um, weight, then it will remain buoyant right. and it will continue it will right. to float. float. Yeah. So as long as the pressure from underneath is greater than the um, the weight that's going down, then you'll continue to float. Exactly. And so that, my friends, is Boy, your science you. lesson for <laughs> the day. Thank you for joining us. But I think what's interesting um, is that this is not just a natural principle. Right. We're going to talk about how this is a spiritual principle. So, you know, in the natural, we're talking about a boat. But what about us? What about our lives? Because the reality is, is that we were created to be buoyant. Yeah. Well, what do I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Well, look around you, you know, today, look around you. The world is sinking. Right. And I don't mean that literally, but figuratively, the world is sinking. Right. And we are created to float. We're right. designed to float when the world sinks. We are created to be buoyant. Right. So let's bring this back to you. Your eureka moment is when you realize that you were designed to be different. And that's a revelation. But please, nobody run around the street naked yeah. with that revelation. Please don't run down the street naked yelling eureka. The cops please don't will run definitely down the street be called. Naked, period. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's our eureka moment is when we realize that we were designed differently. You were designed, and let's just actually just read the Bible, because I think when you look at God's original intent when he created man, whether you're a believer or an unbeliever, I mean, this is important to understand that you were designed to be like God. That's right. Uh, Genesis 126 through 28 says this, Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and then let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. And God blessed them. And God said to them, this is the key, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. This is a key for you because you were designed not to be a product and a result of the world and what they throw at you and what they determine about your life, but you were created to have dominion. That means a level of authority over it. That means a level of rulership over it. You were designed to be buoyant, right? Yep, original intent. God's original intent for you was so specific and he loved you so much that he created every single human being in his image, in his likeness, told them to have dominion, go into the earth, subdue the earth. You know what? You are not having to be subject to whatever the world or the hand that you've been dealt, right? Right. A lot of people, they like that victim mentality and they just, well, you know, I just got dealt a bad deck of cards, I got dealt a bad hand. I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. I, you know, did this or right now you don't understand. I'm going through this depression or I'm struggling with this fear or I don't think I'm going to amount to anything. And we cannot as 
people that were created by God judge ourselves based off of the world's perception of us. Yeah, never. It will never. always come up short in less than what God has designed you to do. Right. But I mean, let's look at buoyancy, right? So mm-hmm. a key ingredient in order to be buoyant right. is this pressure. Right. Is this thing that's pushing up and that's just in the natural. Right. So, I mean, let's parallel this now in our own lives, you know, in our spiritual walks and our emotional and our natural walk. There is going to be an element of pressure mm-hmm. and it's important. Right. And I think too many times we are afraid of pressure right. and we don't need to be afraid of pressure because pressure, and I'm going to read from James in a second, but pressure really shows what's on the inside. Yeah. You know, when everything's going great and when everything is perfect and, you know, la di da sunshine and rainbows, you don't know what's on the inside because yeah, you don't need, you don't need a search yeah. for mm-hmm. something on the inside. It's when the pressure comes, where the weight comes, where the pushing and the pulling, when that comes, yeah. we really see what's on the inside. So let's look at James real quick. James 1, 2, two through 4 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So pressure is, it's important. You know, you love to say it all the time. Faith is theory. She stole it from until me. it's tested. Faith is theory <laughs> until it's tested. But it's, Actually, it's true. You know, mother, it's so. easy to say I have faith or yeah. I have character right. or I have all these things, but it's not. The, honestly, you don't actually know what you right. have. The proof is in the pudding. The right? proof is in the pudding, and majority of the time that comes out through pushing and pulling and weights and pressure. Right. Think about a diamond. You know, a diamond is a costly stone. Mm-hmm. A diamond's a stone, right? No, I don't know. Jade's a stone. A rock. Is a diamond a rock? I think it's a right rock. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but think about a diamond, right? So a mm-hmm. diamond doesn't just pop out and, you know, it's a diamond. Science has, you know, recorded and has studied that a diamond has to undergo great pressure right. in order to become what it is right. to become that costly right. um item <laughs> i'm calling it an item because i'm trying to be smart about it <laughs> but it's to be that costly thing right so there has to be a level of pressure right. refining that takes place right and there's always going to be pressure from the world always. You know, we can't because live... it's contrary to god's word yeah it's silly to think that yeah. we can live this life without pressure and then it's also you know i think a lot of times People think that serving God is supposed to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Serving God, you know, it's not difficult and it's it's incredibly rewarding. Yeah. But there is still going to be a level of pressure. Why? Well, because we live on earth, yeah. right? We, we're human. We live around other humans. You know, there's going to be trials. There's going to be things mm-hmm. that there has to be pressure. So I think a lot of people are also misled to believe that, well, I'm serving God now. I thought everything's supposed to just be... Right. A bed of roses. Right. And that's not the case either. Right. And sometimes the pressure, you know, a lot of people blame God for pressure that God's not doing. Well, a lot of times pressure is self-inflicted yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, think there's just evil in the world. You know, there's just bad things that happen in this world. Why? Because yeah. the Bible says that the devil or Satan, 
He is the ruler or lowercase g God of this world. So that's why bad things are running rampant. And we as a believer, obviously, we have a covenant with God to overcome every single evil thing. That's right. But if we don't exercise our covenant, do you think the enemy just plays by the rules? Right, no. That he's just going to, well, I'm not supposed to cross that line, so I'm not going to. Other times right? It's our own decisions. If you keep reading down through James, it says people are drawn away or uh, tempted by their their own evil desires. You know, and seldomly we'll see, maybe it's a test or a trial from God. But remember, God's never going to put something on you that he's already set you free from. So God's not going to test you with sin. God's not going to test you or put you through a trial of sickness or finances and things like that, that he's already set you free from but okay so i mean i'm sure you know people listening to this um are asking themselves the question right okay so you're saying that weight is important Mm -hmm. i need to have the weight i Mm -hmm. need to have you know the pressure Mm -hmm. but what if it's too much right what if the pressure is so heavy and mm-hmm. so great? How do I stay afloat? Yeah. You know, basically, in other words, where does the balance come from? Right. And I mean, that's cool is pressure shouldn't be feared ever. Because that's why we can count it all joy. We can count it all joy because I know that as we read in James 1, that I can count things as joy even though I may be going through pressure or going through a trial because I know I'm guaranteed the victory. I know that God is going to supernaturally provide for me in a radical way. So no matter how much pressure I may feel at the moment or how much weight I may be carrying, I will stay afloat. But let's go back to this. How do you stay afloat? Right. Because too much weight opposes buoyancy. Well, because think about it, right? Too much weight the the pressure isn't going to be enough and then buoyancy mm-hmm. isn't going to happen what's going to happen sinking yeah you're going to sink and you're going to be like the titanic it's supposed to be the most legendary ship ever built right and we all know? know what happened and they crashed it and what happened though what's interesting is okay it didn't sink because of the weight it sunk because um the there outside. was a crack there were holes the What's outside, on the God outside? On the inside, I'm steal God on, yeah, she's stealing all my taglines, guys. <laughs> What's on the outside God got on, on the inside, and it flooded it, right. and that caused the weight to be too great, yeah. and it could not remain buoyant or remain afloat any longer. We need to be reliant on Jesus. That's going to be the key to staying afloat. Yeah. Is undergoing pressure, mm-hmm. having some real refining moments, but being continually and completely reliant on Jesus through it all. Can I read a scripture? Please Matthew do. 11, 28 through 30 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Man. So the key to staying afloat is taking those pressures, taking those weights, taking those things that we're carrying and putting them on Jesus. You know, just we're designed to be buoyant. Yeah. So therefore we're not designed to have all these things that cause us yeah. to sink, that That's weigh right. us down. Yes, pressure's good. Pressure's important. But at the end of the day, are we casting these things right. on Jesus? And you know, 
I think a common misconception is people think, well, I don't want to. Jesus is busy. Mm-hmm. The Lord is busy. He's got so much on his plate. I don't want to bother him. I don't want to. And that's a silly way of thinking because he's giving us an invitation. It's right. come. Come to me. Yeah. All. Yeah. All of you who labor. Yeah. Right? I've heard the same exact thing. People yeah. saying, well, why would God care about my prayers? Why would God want to you know, even worry about what I'm going through? I'm sure there's much bigger issues than what I'm going through. But like you said, it's a direct command and invitation to you. But there is a personal responsibility to remain buoyant. It's your choice we have a part to, play. to cast your cares on him. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast your cares upon me for I care for you. Yeah, we have a choice to make to mm-hmm. stay afloat. And I think, you know, going back to the victim mentality you spoke about, I think a lot of times it's just easier. It's mm-hmm. easier to be a victim yeah. because, you know, it's easier to kind of just accept. Yeah. This is my life. You know, this is the, these are the cards I've been dealt. But it takes a level of effort yeah. um, and a choice to say, no, I'm not going to live this way. I'm going to make changes. I'm going to do the same with buoyancy, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to look at our surroundings and say, well, this is just what it is. I'm just not going to be able to do it. No, it takes a choice to say, you know what? Man, I know there's a lot of pressure going on around me, but I know I'm designed to float. And so I'm going to cast these things on Jesus because he is the key to my buoyancy, to me staying afloat, to me floating when the world is sinking. Right. What's interesting is when we look at weight, it's a measure of the force of gravity pulling down on an object, whereas buoyant force pushes up on that same object, which force is greater determines whether the object sinks or whether the object floats. See, if we try to carry all the weight, what we end up doing is becoming our own God. And sinking will then become inevitable because when you determine that you are your own God yeah. and you're going to make your own decisions and you're going to carry your own weight, sometimes it's just lack of knowledge. Right. Maybe people don't know that God is wanting to have you cast those cares and those weights upon him and then he'll be the one that carries them. Maybe it's a lack of knowledge, but a lot of times it's a lack of faith. Yeah, it's it's true. You know, I'm, I'm thinking for a second, um, I've been reading in the book of Isaiah and I know this is totally from left field, but I've been reading the book of Isaiah and multiple times the Lord is bringing up through his prophet how silly and how um, helpless idols are, right? right? Mm-hmm. And God, almost he almost mocks mm-hmm. and says, go ask them, go ask that lifeless thing to help you. And the problem is, is we make ourselves a God. We make right. ourselves this mm-hmm. idol and that's not going to do anything for our situation. Right. It's not going to help us. It's not what's going to keep us afloat. Right. Literally, if we are our own God, the buck stops with right. us. And think about this. I always say this to people. If you could have solved the problem, you wouldn't be in the same situation that's, you're in. <laughs> that's true. That is true. So we got to make the decision. You know, he's not just he's not just savior, but he's Lord too. Yeah, yeah. And let's make this personal for you. What are you going through? What weights are you carrying? Maybe it's fear. Because this evil world, the pressures from the world, they're going to put fear into you. I mean, especially right now. Yeah, right now. Social media or the news and it's like fear mongering at its finest. Yeah, I just read an article that they don't want you to just now only wear a mask but they want you to wear goggles or glasses of some kind as well and you know we laugh and we think it's funny but people are so ridden with fear yeah they'll do anything honestly people i wouldn't be surprised if i saw somebody walking down the street in a hazmat suit absolutely why because 
fear right. multiplies and can be spread so easily. That's right. Maybe yeah. you're dealing with anxiety yeah. around a job or a situation. Maybe family, maybe. It's family. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. That you could be going through in this moment. Maybe you're just trusting God because you're frustrated at the moment. And it just feels like where you currently are, more weight keeps getting put on you. And it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And you might be saying to yourself, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Yeah, no, that's true. Maybe that is you. But there's hope for you. Absolutely. And you know what? If you've never had your eureka moment Mm -hmm. before... I hope that listening to this podcast, you have your eureka moment of, I'm different. Yeah, you were designed to be different. Right, I can be in this world, but I'm not of this world. I'm built differently. I have a different design, a different model. I can function differently than Mm -hmm. what I see all around me. Right, and I want to share a a quick story from uh, talking about Peter and the disciples when they were in the boat. And Jesus, he was coming, coming to meet the disciples. Right. And Jesus was walking on the water. There was a storm going on. The disciples saw Jesus walking, and they thought he was a ghost. Jesus identifies himself, and Peter sees that Jesus is literally defying the supernatural. Right. That in that moment, he is walking on water. And so he asked if he could come out and walk to Jesus. And Jesus told him to come out. What's so cool is, number one, Jesus is defying the laws of mankind. He is literally walking on water. There's no one in the natural senses, natural realm that can walk on water. He was buoyant when he shouldn't even have been buoyant. That's right. He then calls Peter out. Yeah. Peter steps out of a boat. Okay, that number one, that's the safety net. That's the that's the um that's the buoyancy that he could trust in. But God was calling him out to that next step. And he took a step of faith and he began to walk on the water. Take on step, and, and if you know um, me, I always preach this. Peter was not walking on water. He was walking on Jesus' word. That's right, faith. And he was taking a step of faith every yeah. single time. Jesus, at your word, I'm going to defy the natural um, the natural law. And then what happened when he got focused on everything Suddenly else? he saw the wind. He saw the waves, and he lost Reality, focus on right? Yeah, he got caught up in the moment. Yeah. He got caught up in the emotion. He got caught up in the situation. And the word says he started to yeah. sink. He started to. Have you ever seen somebody start to sink? I think too many times we just read over, mm-hmm. you know, that part of scripture that says he started to sink. Let's think about that for a second. People don't start to you sink. You just sink. Right. No, you just plop. You're in the water. Yeah. Now, Peter started to sink. Which tells us he was walking on water. Yeah. And Jesus reached out, had mercy on him, pulled him right up and saved them but that's what i want to tell you today you're the evil of this world you were designed so differently that you were meant to walk on what other people would sink in oh that's good you can overcome it through jesus there is not one thing that is impossible for your life and you can achieve and get to that final destination yeah and I have one more thing, and I want to. I just want to make sure that you don't want to say anything before I tell one more story and we nope, end off. I'm good. Go for All it. All right. So another time where Jesus was in a boat with his disciples. He was downstairs in the bottom of the boat with a pillow on his head, sleeping. A storm came. The disciples, remember, they're fishermen. They're not novices at water, right? right. But they're floating in this boat. They're in their buoyancy, right? 
but suddenly the wind and the waves started crashing in and started coming in. Right before they got in that boat, Jesus looked at them and he said, let us go to the other side. And you could look across and you could see the destination in which they were going to. But I think a lot of times we start our path and our direction from God and we see the destination when we start out. But then the wind and the waves come and they start crashing and maybe fear, maybe anxiety, maybe frustration, maybe it's discouragement. And all of this stuff starts to flood in our boats and we're not casting our cares onto Jesus. So we're just taking in water and it feels like we're drowning and fear comes in and it you suddenly look and maybe the fog's falling down and you can't see that destination anymore like the disciples and what you originally started to do you don't even know how you could accomplish it. Yeah. And so they were full of fear. So they went down and they woke Jesus up and said, Jesus, we're going to die. And Jesus rebuked them for having little faith. He went up and ca- uh, uh, cast off the winds and the waves and he told them, peace, be still. And then they went to the other side. But think about this. If they didn't have Jesus in their boat, they would have turned around and gone back to where they began. Too many of us are missing out on what God has for us because we are scared to take a step out in that level of buoyancy. And when things start getting heavy in our lives, instead of casting the weight off of us and remaining afloat, we either keep it to ourselves and sink or we turn around and go back where we came from. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth. The saddest part of that is you were designed Mm -hmm. to be able to do this. You were designed to be successful. You were designed to have the victory. So walking away is walking away from design. It's your original design. Mm -hmm. It's It's not how it's supposed to look. And that's why I think failure feels so wrong, right? Because failure feels so wrong because you weren't designed to fail. Yeah. You were designed to be victorious. That's right. You were designed to win. You were so designed right. to be buoyant. Yeah. You were designed to remain afloat and get to every single destination that God has for you. Yeah. So what is that thing that's holding you back? Yeah. What is that weight that's holding you down and keeping you from either floating or keeping you from getting to your destination? In just a moment, my wife, she's going to pray for you. And... When she prays, I believe that the presence of God, you're just going to feel a peace. You're going to feel that weight. But before, I want to encourage you, listen, a daily routine of Bible reading, a daily routine of prayer, Prayer. a daily routine of being like Peter and stepping out into the unknown and stepping out on nothing to land on something. You know what I mean? Stepping out so that you can have a foundation in God's word. But if you never read God's word, how could you ever apply that faith? You have nothing to believe in. So creating those daily habits will make you successful. Right, right. Yep. So well, let's pray. Father, I just thank you for every single person who's listening to this podcast today. Lord, no matter where they're at, whatever it is that's going on in their life, God, I thank you that today we're reminded of the design. We're reminded of original intent. God, I thank you. Your word says that you've given us everything that we need for life and for godliness. So Lord, I thank you that I thank you for the challenges, you know, the challenges that we've been facing, God, that we've been trying to run away from. God, I thank you that, you know, in this moment, we're going to decide to count it joy because it's going to produce something on the inside of us. Lord, but I also thank you that there is no challenge that we can face that's too big. 
God, I thank you for your supernatural favor. I thank you that you hold us by hand. Lord, I thank you that we will not just, not even just float, God. We're going to soar above everything and anything, Lord, because that's your promise for your children. Father, right now, whatever it is, whether it be fear, whether it be anxiety, whether it be family issues, marriage issues, you know, I don't know what it is, God. You know the person listening. You know whatever it is that they're facing. God, I thank you right now that they would just be set free from that thing and that they would realize that casting it on you, giving us, giving you our cares, Lord, changes everything. Your word says that we need to cast our cares on you. Why? Because you care for us. So I thank you, Lord, that you're a care, you're a caring father. You care about what's happening in our lives. Lord, today is a new day. Today, whenever whoever's listening to this, whenever they're listening to it, God, I thank you that today's a new day. And God, I thank you that they're going to notice a difference in their life as they walk out the principles, as they realize I'm created to be different. I can stay afloat by casting things on Jesus. Lord, as long as we as long as we stick to that, as long as we read your word, as long as we pray, have these moments with you, God, success is inevitable. So we thank you for that, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We lift you up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us on today's Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single day. Friday. If you know of someone who could benefit from this, we would love for you to share this on your social media, as well as go ahead and leave us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.